Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. You're now listening to MIA Radio. Who put this thing together? DJ Kev. DJ Zayas. That's who. Let me holler at my real Miami motherfuckers. It's one thing to be really good at programming and knowing your hits, but everyone's really predictable now. So it's better. I feel like it's better if you take some risks. They don't remember you for playing the radio hits. You know, they only remember you for playing something that was way yeah, out yeah, there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, All right. This is MIA Radio episode 13. Yeah, it's lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. And today we have a special guest in the building. Yeah, straight from Bay Area. Bay Area. Hey. The one and only DJ Audio One. Clap, hey. clap. Hey. Insert clap. claps here. That's it. Bro. We How y'all doing? Uh, great doing? man great how great. are you doing how bro? you feeling i'm feeling great man last night was fun out here it's yeah. the vibe out here is really great nice. it was it nice. wasn't your first time playing in miami right no this is my second time but it was the first time playing at that venue uh blackbird right yes how was that it was a vibe and it's funny because this guy says it wasn't even all the way packed and for me damn yeah. i mean tuesdays there is yeah, fucking popping every, every to week. me it was rammed it ended up it ended up getting busy um but it wasn't like like we talked about it. Uh, I I mentioned that there was like a twerk twerk show thing, and then like the host kept like interrupting and interrupting oh, and interrupting. The vibe. So yeah, for like an hour it was like yeah, like we didn't want to, we didn't really like build up or like we didn't really go in quote unquote or whatever because like we didn't want to get to a point and then it's like all right here's the fucking dumbass twerk show but, and then get interrupted again. Yeah, you know what's funny? It reminded me a lot of of um of mansion for some reason like because we were playing and it's 12 o'clock we, we played 12 to 4 but the guy would come up and then like he would get on the mic but he was like on the stage so it being such a big room it just reminded me of mansion like every time that the fucking uh the dancers would go up oh yeah you remember that shit yeah, like right. every time that the the airy list whatever dancers would go up like no matter you could be playing like the top songs Everyone just and stops. everybody would just stop and stare. Look at the girl get in the ring. They would lift the girl. They would just stare, and then they would like, not even with their phones. They would just like stare. Yeah, because you're almost like, yo, is this girl gonna fall? Yeah, like, what's happening here? Yeah, so I imagine they would have like, you know, like the girl would sit on like the little hoop thing, and like, yeah. just like they would raise her. But this process was all like 15, 20 minutes, and people, no matter what you were playing, people would just like stare and be like. Yeah. And what? you were playing music, and you're just like, so yesterday, when the guy, every time he would like get on the stage or he would talk, I was like, no matter what I do at this moment, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So let me not like burn songs out. Let me not like. Right. So we were, we played at like, like a, I would say like a 6.5 out of 10 energy. <laughs> you yeah. a six? Uh, yeah. We really held back six. for a while. You remember that video? <laughs> I remember that kid. Oh, bro, that kid. I, I told you I met him, right? No. Oh, he's boys with like K-Razor and he's like still trying to. You remember that video? Oh, he's yeah. a real. We're going to take it to a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, but he's like a legitimate four. DJ? Yeah, well, like I met him with K-Razor like two, year, two, three years ago. I mean, and that video was like five, six years old and he was like a teenager and now he's like 40 pounds heavier and like, and he asked me like if I had any like illegal substances and all this shit and i was like Yo, what the fuck and he's like wow he's like hey i'm so-and-so he's like he's like you ever heard of so-and-so and so-and-so he's like hey you ever saw that video of the kid going 
we're gonna take it to, he's like that's me that's me he's like, and i was yeah. like uh, i'm guessing his dj career wow. is not not really blossoming yeah. right now yeah so but wow. um but yeah man we kind of wanted to talk to you I, well this is our first guest that's not from miami right, right? officially yeah, I have so, to travel across the country. Yeah, yeah. just for MI Radio. Yeah. I feel you. Appreciate yeah. it, bro. Just to teach you guys a few things. <laughs> Thank you to the sponsors. <laughs> but yeah, now we just kind of want to get, you know, your perspective on playing here. What do you kind of think about Miami and the scene? Because, I mean, I feel like we have our biased opinions because we've been here so long. Right. So we want to kind of hear what other people have to say about it, other DJs. Right. Specifically. That's the main thing, you know, that we when we started the podcast was to, to get to show everybody outside of Miami what Miami's about and then also take in what people like you or you know other DJs that travel or are based somewhere else or or have been here before or whatever like to get your intake yeah or in your um your opinion or whatnot so I mean we can start with that so this is like we mentioned this is your second time in Miami like what'd you expect the first time around and uh what did you like prepared different for the second time around um the first time around um i didn't know what to expect honestly it was just uh yeah. because in my mind like when i think of florida i think very latin yeah right but then when we played at wood tavern yeah it was it was we got to play latin but it was so open format that i was not ready like i'm like oh i can go even deeper yeah. than this so right. i felt like i kind of held back a little bit yeah and like last night um it was very hip hop heavy, right? So, and, and it's honestly that was more hip hop than I normally play. Like yeah. I normally play variety, yeah, more I think, Latin. I, I mean, I I think I mean when we we talked about it, like we we kept it more hip hop than normal. You know, you saw like the playlist and everything, right. whatnot. But it's just because there were so many like interruptions and like we pretty much had to shift the night to the level of of that vibe, like at Keep that it, time like, exactly. Yeah, so like yeah. we didn't. You know, it was a very unique situation yeah. to be in because we were. It was literally like we were waiting for this guy, and this guy was walking around with the mic in yeah, the club, just talking and shit, interrupting while we were DJing. So it was like because yeah. because normally you know we start um we start the room at twelve, and it's already like slammed. The people are already vibing to the music that's right. playing from the inside. So we do like a kind of like a mini opening for like fifteen twenty minutes to kind of like like slowly progress in. But since we didn't have that. And we jumped to that, and people, it was already late, and it was, like, 2-ish or whatever, and, like, one thirty or 2, whatever, and then, like, you want people to, to feel that and, like, not leave, you know, like, oh, shit, they only played old shit, so we kind of... It felt it felt like we we basically did a small opening warm-up set, right. and then it cut away to that stuff, yeah. and then we were forced to just be in prime time at that right. moment, you know, so... Right. But the opening was fun because we, you know, we played Latin, we played Cumbias, yeah. we played, you know, Twerk, we played a bunch of different stuff. It was really fun. He I think a, like a lot of people, too. when they come from out of town for the first time, they have like a misconception that like, oh, Miami, like I could play Latin now or like it's just like Latin and like Pitbull and like, right. but it's like, you know, especially in places like Wynwood, like you could get away with so much and like you could go really deep and people yeah. will appreciate that shit. Like, yeah, I do that. I do that a lot. Like, I mean, I always, whenever I have a guest at, at Wood Tavern, um, you know, I've, I mean, I told you, I, I don't know if I, I, the thing that I showed you, like the guidelines, I wrote like a guideline thing out. Like, Oh I, yeah. No, that's, that's yeah. basic. So yeah, I, I, I have like a guideline thing and I send it to everybody and you know, I tell them, you know, you can play pretty much, I name like 10 genres. Um, and I tell them, you know, no big room, no twerk, no EDM bootlegs, no, nothing that's like robot sex, you know, like none of that shit. So 
Just keep it familiar. Exactly. Simple, and I much. tell them, I'm like, look, I'm like, have fun and do and do this. And like a lot of times there'll be DJs that they, they get on and then like they go like straight club mentality. And I'll just be like, yo, man, like, like relax, you know, like chill, whatever. You know, I'll get them a drink or whatever. And then if they keep going, I was like, yo, you know what? I'm like, I'll do back to back. I'll tell them, yo, like, you know what? Let's rock for like half an hour each, whatever. And then I'll go like super left field. And I'll be like, oh, I can play that? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it takes a while for them to be, like, comfortable. Yeah, to get comfortable right. because they're so used to, like, the mentality of, you know, wherever they're from, they they, they think that, you know, they have to play these, you know, uh, hype edits or they have to go into, you know, like like cheesy open format um, redrums or whatever. And I'm like, yo, right. you play the original, like, like play Biggie. Like, you don't have to play a twerk remix. Like, play the original. Like, right. Do it. Definitely. No, it's it's definitely fun out here. Um, I think the more surprising thing it's funny in Cali. There's a ton of Latin people out there, but not all the clubs are receptive to it. Yeah. So certain spots are more hip hop, and then a lot of places that I play at, luckily I can balance between Latin and hip hop and uh, you know open format dance. But uh, there's a lot of places that are just strictly hip hop. Yeah. I thought it was fun here that you could just like we played like Mark Anthony, we right. played Celia Cruz, like yeah. and they would they, and they and they vibed out. I was like, yeah. okay, like this normally wouldn't like go off like right. unless you build like in the bay you sort of have to build up to that point whereas here you kind of just drop it on them and it's either gonna work or it doesn't and yeah. it were it just happened to work last night and that yeah. was really dope yeah it's funny because i remember when i played when i played with you in in san jose right in the in the bay um i played chambea like when chambea was like just out and it was like the hottest record and it was like flat and i was like oh. right because that crowd is and, more hip-hop and i asked you i'm like yo like you guys fucking with reggaeton? You're like, yeah, but not like the <laughs> no. trap shit. Yeah. Not like land trap. And right. I was like, oh. Not in that spot per, yeah. per se. Yeah, that spot where they would have been more like the classic reggaeton. Right. Stuff. Yeah, like the 90, yeah. 90, 100 BPM yeah. stuff. Right. It's like, but like here people are really up on reggaeton. Like, yeah. right. Like but they request more than us. But yeah. the next night you did Bruno's in there, like yeah. Chambel would just go off yeah. because it's in the middle of the Mission District in San Francisco. It's primarily Latin, Mexican, right. Central American. So, yeah, Bruno's yeah. was, was yeah. a ton of fun. Yeah, there you can play. It's like Wood Tavern, pretty much, like you know, on the yeah. vibe, you know. So, well, how would you say like the venues here? I mean, if they even do compare to the ones in the Bay, uh, the lounges and the bars compare a lot. You know, like I think just the vibe out here is different. You know what I mean? I feel like for me, I feel like it's more tropical here. Yeah. Like also, you guys have a lot of like like um, Caribbean, like uh, like Jamaican, yeah. and, like that kind of vibe. And not that the bay doesn't, they do, but I think it's a lot thicker here because it's closer to the islands here. Right, so, sure. Uh, that's like one big difference that I noticed. Like you can play dancehall, you can play Afrobeat and get away with it. You could play like an extended set here, where yeah. in a lot of places you in the bay you would have to, yeah, kind of bounce. Like you, we we have to bounce around a lot just because we have so many different crowds. Like I could play five reggaeton records and mm -hmm. then I got to move on to throwbacks yeah. and like then five throwbacks and then a melting pot yeah right? pretty much but here it's, it almost feels like you sort of could play like 30 minutes of afrobeat if if it was the right vibe yeah, yeah. you can do it or I've 30 done minutes it. I mean, of like, light latin and yeah. you know like the thing is here that everyone is like they have their certain preference i mean some venues so like if you go too deep in a hole for like 30 minutes oh yeah so like guarantee yeah. i think the coming. smart thing is to keep it moving yeah, yeah, you know yeah. play two three keep yeah. it moving you know you could just, do you could do like a solid 15 yeah i mean like last night in the middle of the set you did your you did your rock shit yeah. and i was like uh let's see if this works yeah. and then it like worked okay. but it but you did it in such a way that 
it didn't take away from the, right. the vibe that was already built. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's normally, and then it's also, I always, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always very heavy in saying this. Like, it's always the edits too and how you play it, oh, you yeah. know? So, like, um, I mean, it's acapella out. So, like, because I, I started with Fall Out Boy and I was like, all right, if this shit flops, I can just go into something again. else. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I mean, it works. And here, also, you know, we, we preach this, this a lot. It's like the DJs have kind of, like shifted or molded or or the way that we play here is like we let people know like yo you can do this you know like right like like um a train a train's been doing that party for a few years and he's been able to play like there's certain records that he plays like for example we didn't go like when when during the whole contest thing that was going on yesterday we normally, I told you, that's when I would have gone on up tempo and I would have played big like, room, yeah. yeah, well, not even big room. I would have played stuff like, um, like the original Show Me Love, like the Robin S and Gypsy Woman, Crystal Waters, and right. and a song that like always pops off as like a staple of like that Tuesday party is Waiting for Tonight, Jennifer Lopez. Wow, yeah, like <laughs> I've heard that one. Right? Yeah. Like when you hear that shit there, you, you on the Waiting for Tonight, oh that part, like you cut it. I mean, you heard like the sing along, but oh, like. Yeah. That's one of like the songs that when you're there, you, you know you're gonna hear it, and it's gonna fucking like. Right. So I was kind of like bummed because the whole like it, it, that whole thing threw yeah, everything yeah. off. So we were just kind of. But like, um, but yeah, like yeah. you know, people like A Train and like certain spots and certain crowds. You know, like we talked about um, why took you early the Love Below party, right? Yeah, like those guys. Like people know that that's gonna be the vibe for them, you know, and and they like people know that the DJs have curated a certain sound for certain venues and certain places and whatnot. So, right. And how is it for you? Like, I mean, I'm sure you're used to, used to it, but in the Bay, everything closes at two, two thirty. Everything closes one thirty two in the morning. 30, so yeah, it's early. So yeah. here going till four or five is a little bit different, but we did start at 12. So it's right, sort right, of right. like three, four hours still, but, but I feel like, I mean, since you have a lot of freedom here, it kind of like, you don't have to stick to obviously one format. So you're like right. able to spread yourself. Yeah, I feel like in the San Francisco Bay Area, like, or, you know, the Bay is pretty big. San Francisco and San Jose are almost an hour apart from each other. So there's, like, a ton of places in both cities. Um, it feels like for many years, there's so many, in some areas, there's so many venues that you sort of have to be killing it at your venue. If not, times. people just go to the next one. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because the so, night is short. Right. And also the night is short as well. But um, that's how it is. There's some blocks where it's probably five, six clubs in a row. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of us are are going peak hour from the get go. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like we we have spots where we can build it up, but most of the time, ten thirty, eleven, you're already peak you're hour already. because you're competing against these other venues. Like, right. You know. And so you want you want the the energy and the vibe to be like, boom! Like as soon as people walk in, so they don't leave. And, right. Right. Well, so. what like I mean, this is just. A, a curiosity what do you, what would you do after the club like i can't even picture being done at two and then go eat right everybody has different things that they do uh, most people do go eat you know what i'm saying <laughs> like um i yeah i'm a big guy yeah i will eat mm -hmm. most of the time but um i don't know a lot of times i just like to just go home man just yeah. like yeah i guess when you're I've, used to it like yeah i've been doing this this is going my 29th year teaching so like damn. like when I'm done, like, I'll get texts and I'll be like, all right, do I want to go to an after party? No. Do I want to go eat? No. Sometimes I just want to listen to, like, 
a podcast and drive home. Right. You know, hey, when and you get older, you're clarity. like, yeah, you know, but it, cause for now, for me, it's more of a mental thing. Like I don't need like the, the noise always keeps all the DJs up after we're done. Yeah. Right. So sometimes we're up till 6am because we can't wind down. So for me, I feel like, yeah. And if you let keep me just going, get, let me just go at home to a place where it's nice and quiet and I could wind down easy. But know? I mean, were, were you always in that mentality or before? When I was younger, I would party like nonstop. <laughs> we, cause yeah. we used to do raves like back in the day. So right. Like, yeah, cause we I can just, remember like, when even when I wasn't DJ, I like start getting ready at twelve, and I th- thought that was normal. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's Miami, like super yeah. Miami though. Yeah. yeah. But then like now I'm like if I'm done at a gig like at two or three, I'm like yo, I'm going home. Like, I know. Right. I mean, I was I was a savage because like <laughs> when I wasn't DJing or like when I wouldn't, I mean, to go out when I wasn't He's a working. Reformed savage. By <laughs> reformed way. I mean, savage. I'm still I'm just taking a break. <laughs> but um. My thing was like when I was living in Texas, it was always like, yo, like the club closes at two. I'm like, if I'm trying to get fucked up, if I'm trying to get like a good buzz, like I'm gonna start drinking. Like we used to do happy hour, like six, seven, eight o'clock, and then be there till ten ish, eleven, twelve, and then twelve, eleven, twelve, hit up whatever club bar my my boys were DJing at, and by that time I was already like feeling good. You know, we have been drinking fucking soggy bombs or whatever the fuck was on special. And then go to the club. Right. So at 12, from 12 to 1, I'm, like, super hammered, you know? But I don't know. But but in here, it's like, yo, like, you start drinking, I guess, whenever, and then there's always an option. So You here, guys got plenty of yeah, after-hours options. Yeah. Too many we, options. We have after-hours, too, but, I, I, you know, it's not really my scene. So, like, I just, you know, I just stay away from it. You know what I mean? But, but it, how do the after hours work there? Because I remember someone invited me one time when I was playing over there. But is it like all like here? Like it's like all night to the morning, or yeah. it's like yeah. But they're usually five a.m. They're usually underground venues. Like they're yeah. not like legal. So uh, yeah, you know, like you have to take like a side entrance to a damn. building. And, oh shit! Yeah. Should have accepted that invitation. Yeah, no, it's fun. I, I've met a bunch of people like that. Like the other people that were visiting, you know, mm-hmm. just happened to go in. Oh, Sat One's here, Isaac Jordan's here, and oh, like shit. a bunch of other cats. Like, oh, what the hell are you guys doing here? They're like. We want to do something after the club, yeah. you know, because, you know, they're like, hey, in Philly, we don't go, you know, we go to a war, you know, so yeah. same thing, you know, like. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, yeah, I mean, both times we, in when I was in the Bay, we went to go eat. Yeah. 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 Seems like eating seems to be the big thing, like, especially in the burritos out there, yeah. like, pretty phenomenal, Fire. so. Yeah, West Coast, West Coast Mexican food doesn't compare. Yeah, I'm always curious to, to uh, like, f- find out what DJs do after they're done like how everyone else operates yeah i don't know it's always for them yeah for the most part i'm basically i'm i'm headed home you know i've always wanted to do a, i've always wanted to do a, uh, like a video you know how all of us do promo videos and right. stuff i'd want to do a, like a video sort of like a like an old man's take on dj bro like, you like, should like, yeah, yeah I, I got a script and everything that's ready the, so that's one the day realness. I wanna, yeah one day i want to do it like when you know oh they say you know all these girls say that i got hella hoes and it's just like <laughs> me me and like, like you know five dudes it's like walking it's like walking back to your car with all by my yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah you know you're, or, you or get like, in the car and it's like like a super hoopty and like manual like the the key lock you know like to yeah. unlock it you get right. in there's like a like a burger king bag in the seat yeah exactly see yeah see that's the real that's like a real dj yeah right? bro, you know? real like, dj like, if this is 2 30 a.m like while well, everybody's out partying it's just you watching adults i mean play. that you know that's yeah. a real dj like that's a, a lot you know like that's some i mean I'm, i would definitely do that shit because that's that's People some can shit. relate yeah. yeah that's i mean it's like when ross when ross put out the video he's like yo like how can I make it bigger? What is that? How can I go like 
I mean, yeah, he, he's I'm sure like, he was actually wondering. That yeah, he was. Like, I mean, it's it's like a spoof, but it was real. And then like they showed him like DJing, and then like so you can incorporate that, you know, like into into a good promo video. Right. Yeah, we'll see it in the future. I feel like people like the real shit more now because everyone's doing the same club right. club promo club video. Yeah, walking know? in with your backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I had one like it. that a, a few years ago. I, mean, I, scrapped, I scrapped it because it became such a cliche that yeah. everyone did it. I'm like, you know what? Forget it. it. Was a dope video too, and I'm like, nah, forget it. You know what I mean? Like here at MIA, we're always trying to come up with different ideas. <laughs> yeah, obviously. obviously. <laughs> but I mean, how have you? I mean, so you said you've been doing it for almost thirty years. How have you been adapting to like all the trends and like social media and like just? Staying relevant. Well, in the, la- in the last 10, 15 years, social media, you know, every, I think ever since like MySpace and Facebook came on, yeah. like it changed the game where, you know, before everything was word of mouth, everything was like, oh, they heard about you. So that's how they right. booked you. You know what I'm saying? Um, like my history, like as a teenager, I did like a lot of house parties, the college, uh, you know, like dorm parties and things like that. You know, I played open format, hip hop, house, everything. But for many years, I was actually a rave DJ and I played underground. I played drum and bass for many years. Damn. So like, like the st- stuff that like craze and those guys were playing. Yeah. Like I did that for years and it wasn't until like about... 2002, 2003, I met my um, my homie DJ Greg J. He's part of Crooklyn Clan, or he used to be part of Crooklyn Clan before. But uh, um, he uh, he pulled me to the side and he's like, "Hey man, I know you're into all this multi genre stuff. You yeah. know? Like Z Trip's doing it, and those guys were already doing the uneasy listening type stuff. But they're like, dude, there's this club stuff going on in Vegas. There's these guys, Vice, Echo, and AM. And that was the first time I was exposed to that. And I'm like, so these guys are making a ton of cash." Like mixing everything, I'm like, okay, that sounds like a, a route I would want to take. Right. What what year was this again? Around 2002, 2003. Right. You know, around that era. So, um, yeah. So from that point forward, I it was like I started doing less of the underground stuff and then more club stuff. So I think around 06, 07 is when it was I basically cut off the underground for the most part and went full like club. You know, just try to right. try to get into that scene. So just basically build from the ground up. So it's funny because we're talking about like you moving from Texas here, and yeah. you have to start from the bottom. Yeah. So I went from being like a very popular like rave DJ to now being at the bottom of the barrel, and you know, like from Damn. the bottom, you know, yeah. did, did the, the open format DJs and hip hop DJs like look down on you? Like, yo, what are you doing? Um, at first, a lot of them did, but. Um, I just befriended everybody, you know. I try to get everybody. Yeah, on once they see that you're there, for, you know, yeah. for the right there reason. Was, there was, I will say this, just just being frank here. I used to be real asshole, like in the rave days, like because we would fight a lot. Like DJs would fight a lot in the racing. So when people would try to call me out, like on MySpace, I'd be like, "All right, where where you at? I'm gonna pull up." And then I'd see the DJ and I'd just punch him in the face. You know <laughs> no. what I mean? Yeah. So that that happened a few times, and that kind of like, God damn, bro. it gave me it gave me a bad rep. And a lot of DJs were like that back in the 2000s. That's you know wild. Saying? Yeah, so <laughs> I never that's like early. Kind of wish you, you know? could do that shit now. Remember? Oh, right? yeah. That? Oh no. my god, we'd be seeing a lot of that. But yeah. I'm way more diplomatic and more you know oh, now versus you know I used to, I used to just be a hothead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and back then, it, I mean, well, if you did that now, you probably get recorded and. Post yeah. it on right. Instagram. So right. I think around the time and get, and get more bookings, yeah. <laughs> right. go viral. Like during the MySpace era, a lot of that drama was happening, but it, it it sort of helped me just because I wasn't fucking around. Like I was not. Yeah. You know, it was. We talked about this before. Where right. it, was, it was around the time where everyone became a DJ, yeah. and like Paris Hilton and all these people were like. 
all these people that it was were so in, trendy. Yeah, it was tr- it was a trendy yeah. thing. But I'm like, I'm a real fucking DJ. I can yeah. scratch. I can juggle. I can actually play records. Yeah, you know it's what the I mean? same shit. Yeah. And then Serato came in, and that changed the game. You know what I'm saying? And then there more people became DJs. You know what I'm saying? But then it was it was easy it was easy to separate who was real and who was fake. Right. You know what I'm saying? So pretty quickly people realized, oh, he's a real real DJ, not just a DJ. Yeah, so. I think I remember when Serato first came out. I heard I think it was Jazzy Jeff, like the best like thing I've ever heard him say about Serato. He's like, someone asked him like, oh, like what do you think about all these DJs becoming DJs now with Serato? And he's like, oh. It makes it makes becoming the DJ easier, but it doesn't make DJing easier. Right. And I was like, bro, that's it right there. There was like, a learning curve with Serato yeah. originally. Like, yeah. I mean, how many times did you remember screwing up? Oh my God. Putting on the wrong track on the. Yeah, hundred you know, like, yeah, percent. And then wow. and then once you learn it, like there's a million things you could do with it, and everyone has their own take on it. So it's like, yeah, you could get a laptop in Serato and MP3s, but then what? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and then around that time, like Greg was already, um, he was already editing for Crooklyn Clan. Yeah. So I saw him do that a lot, and I'm like, I asked him, "Why do you do it?" And he was like, "I just want to sound original. I want to be different. I don't want to sound like anybody else." He's all, "You should learn this shit and make your own versions of your own tracks. That way, when you play in Montserrat, so if you have Serato, why are you gonna play the same version that comes out? Why not just play your own version?" And that resonated right. heavy with me. And that it literally is so almost like it changed my life because from that point forward, I learned how to edit and how far have my edits made right. it around the world. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. My, I started sending out my edits in 2007. So I, That's actually one thing I want to ask you, like, because, I mean, we all make edits and I used to make edits super heavy, but I kind of stopped just because I felt like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and it became a lot of more work because everyone's making edits, and every record pool has in-house guys, and like right. everyone's editing the same thing. And I was like, it started feeling like I, I felt like I was doing a disservice to other people, like forcing myself to do edits. When before I was just like, oh, I want to make edits to to fit in my sets and do this right. and do that. And then it became work, and I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I feel like I think every DJ should be making their own edits and their own stuff. You know, like every time I see him, I love it because he always has stuff that I don't have. Yeah, he sends me a lot of stuff, but he has a lot of stuff that he keeps to himself. Of course, right? And I'm just like, oh, oh, that's a that's a good one. Oh, that's I don't have that one. And it's funny. It's funny. Like um, a lot of my personal. So the way that I do it is that I'll make a pack. um, I mean, and I send him all my shit like right away. So, like, if I make a pack, let's say in a month, if I make 20 edits, five of those are, like, personal. Mm-hmm. And then maybe eight of the 20, three more are, like, personal, but those three I'll give away. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll give out five or whatever, but I usually keep, like, two or three for a while. And maybe from, like, the three to eight, whatever, sometimes I'll, I'll wait till I play them out. And then maybe one or two I'll, I won't keep. And then the ones that I don't keep, the best part is the label i always label them like some wild shit like oh i love doing that it'll be like it'll be like um super secret you don't have this shit edit whatever and like um shout out to c flow yeah exactly <laughs> or like i would i would label um I, back- used to, I used to label mine when i would do like super quick like 45 seconds or rip and dip edits but mm-hmm. never never caught on yeah <laughs> i did a, i did one i remember um I did a I forgot what it was, but it was I just lab, I put all the all the track info in the comment section, so when I t- search it, it would come up, and then it said um, 
by you know uh killing cats and then in bold letters with like emojis that said stop looking at my shit <laughs> and, be, and I, always the fucking train spotters would be like <laughs> damn that's smart i would hear him like kind of like kind of look over and kind of like do a little like <laughs> like like sad giggle like, I'm, I'm glad I, you're, you're not the, i've done that before where i yeah. play something that i have no one else has and it'll i'll write like this is hot isn't it yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you bastard. i still think that i'm too dumb i'm too dumb to play on am mode like I yeah, fucked see, up too yeah, yeah, day, like, yeah it's like, not worth it like, yeah. really? I, you know what's funny about am mode like i i get it but i always always feel like like you should just ask. You know mm. what I mean? You should yeah. just ask it. Like, for me, like, just ask me. Because like, I always see DJs. They're always going up. You know, I'm like, they're, they're like, you know, hitting shit. And I feel like every every person that I've legitimate seen play a whole set on AM mode. Sucks. It's like, yes, <laughs> it's some type of person. Because I'm like, bro, like, it's you, not can't, necessary. you can't care that much yeah. to play your whole set. Like, yeah, no. Oh, no. It's just not practical. Because you, sometimes you're like, yo, you're, you're thinking about too much. You want to know what's on what deck. Like, yeah. right. or, or you're going back for two tracks or whatever, whatever. But... Yo. It would be practical if you weren't playing as quick as we are. Because yeah. we're switching stuff up all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I could get if you're like an old school hip-hop DJ or a house DJ, you're just like playing a record for four or five minutes, you know? But like, we're 30, 45 seconds, yeah. one minute. At that point, in, you're like, literally on AM mode just like to spy other DJs that are yeah. there. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I one time, here comes, turn the problematic light uh, on. Here story we go. Story time? Story time? Yeah, one time um, I was at this venue and um, I walked into the booth. The guy was playing, and uh, and uh, I mean, we don't care. It was a Mokai, um, and you remember what was his name? Uh, George, George, the light guy. So I walk in, I see the DJ, like I know he is. I, I'm not like boys with him. I'm like, yo, what up? I kind of like wave at him, nod, and then we were like really tight with the light guy. Um, and then um, the light guy's like, yo, what's up, cat? Blah blah blah. He's like, yo, man, let's take a shot, whatever. We take a shot. Um, as soon as like I walk into the booth, the DJ goes on AM mode, and then um, we take a oh, shot. He switched like yeah, what? like as soon as I walked in, he boom, you know, he went on it, and I was like oh, okay, and then uh, he like look gives me this like look, like kind of like do I know you look? And he's like, oh yeah, he's like yeah yeah man, he's like it's all good man, grab a drink for my bottle. And I was like what? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm here with George, man, the like dude. I'm like, Cass, I'm like, we've met many times. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. Just get whatever you want, man. You're good. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? That's man? what I'm saying though. Like, like this guy's like, like, like he tried to check me on like AM mode and then he tried to like get me for like drinking quote unquote his bottle. I'm like, dog, like really? You know, that's like, the type of person that gets on AM mode, bro. Yeah. So it was just funny and like and I always remember the story, you know, he's still out there wearing fake shit everywhere. But Yo, but actually why do they call it AM mode again? No, because AM was the one that like made it popular. Oh yeah, DJM was the one. Oh, because it used to be the code, right? In yeah, original you scratch. In the code, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they just made. I it mean, it was an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Easter egg. Yeah. On, on Scratch Live, it used to be an Easter egg. Yeah. But um, oh, the good yeah, old we, days. yeah, we got we got sidetracked, but yeah. they used to have Pong on there too. Yeah, right? yeah, we yeah. could play Damn. with the records and shit. You know, you're too old for her, dude. When you, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, too you young for you. <laughs> when you play Pog, um, but yeah, I I don't think one is not necessary. You know, I'll I'll give you all. I'll give you my entire set. You're not gonna yeah. play it how I play yeah, it. They're not course. gonna play how you or how you right, play. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And but that's it, different. That's the thing. Like if you if 
if in your head you think having the music is gonna make you like the better DJ, then you're already doing it wrong. Years yeah. ago, I, I thought like I remember when when I started doing editing, like around my my mentality was changing at the time, and and I remember I would like just copy sets and I would try to redo them, and I'm like. I don't sound the same. No. So then I had to re- like come at it a different way. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to I'm going to have the same records, but I got to change my mentality. So it was more of a um, a mental change, you know? Like let me approach this differently. And at the time it was interesting because like well, it was like the blog house and like right. MIA was big and all that stuff. So we're, we're, big right that, hey. you know? <laughs> <laughs> we're big right now. We're big right now, bro. We're big. Pause. You know, Pause. this guy. But uh, um, yeah, it was definitely a, a mental, you know, like you have to think about it more, you know. So, but uh, as, as far as the edits go, I mean, you think because I feel like the still the best edits and the best music I get it from fellow DJs. Like, right? I mean, like I love all the I love all the record pools. But I think I think it's because we all know each other and we know how we play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? so we relate. Because I mean, even the record pools have DJs making the edits, yeah. but it's like it's got into like a kind of a factory type. Yeah, I know. I've of, always, places, yeah. like I've always said, um, like the edits. I mean, for me personally, like the edits that I put out that people use the most, or the ones that I see people play out, are the ones that are like thoughtful. You know, like I made yeah. a ton. Of, I made a ton of short. I made a ton of like, you know, like for example, it's always every time I get an edit from like you guys or C floor or something. It's like I, I'm like, oh wow, I've been like I wish I had. I that wish edit. I had like that, that one that, and I never did. Yeah, yeah exactly. like it's the, always those like, types. Like the Justin, the Justin breakdown one is like clutch, you know. Ultimate, bro. Top five, the, top ultimate five. one right there. And then, that's top five. And then the <laughs> other one, the other one you played it last night is the the big pun one. Like, um, it's hook and it goes into the Borigua and Morena breakdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like those two are like, you know, things that like as a DJ you would struggle and be like, oh fuck, all right, let me, you know. All right, it's a hook. Let me jump into the, like the back of the song, yeah. like, and then like, even like the new songs when like you guys ha- like the edits. You're like you know, all right, like this verse is fucking garbage. Like why are we gonna even include this? And it's right. like always quick hip hop because the seventy BPM shit it yeah. slows down everything. Right. So it's like in in. Uh, I think that's how we're surviving the whole seventy BPM. Yeah. Having the quick in and out, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, even the record pools that have those edits, they're like they're still like quick now. It's like two minutes. I'm like, what? That's yeah. Whenever, yeah. whenever anybody sends me a, a quick mix and it's under two, it's it's over two minutes. I'm like, yo, dog. Yeah, that's I, a short edit. I love like those. <laughs> like, yo, dog, this ain't quick, bro. C flow edits that are like thirty seconds. I'm yeah. like, you yeah. better know what song's coming next. Yeah. I think one of the ones that I play of yours is a uh, uh, Starboy acapella in acapella. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, that was like really quick. Like, yeah, yeah, I love those because yeah. then. They, and then it forces you to like you gotta find a way to Think bring it really in. Fast. I use that one a lot to like yeah. to jump genres. Like, yeah, there you go. So you can go from that. like hip hop yeah. and R and B to like and it gives you, it yeah. gives you I guess like more options instead of just like. So I think that's the the ultimate th- takeaway is that we like each other's edits because we know how we play and yeah. where where they're useful versus like when you get them from a record pool, it's more out of necessity for needing that track at that time or for right. a situation that may come up. You know what I mean? So it's, what's what's like the wildest shit that um. That you've encountered like through your edits like dj like social media slash dj related edit related um like like i don't know somebody from freaking china has hit you up or like anybody like anything like that that you can think um, of um nothing that crazy i mean just i met a lot of the world through passing my edits out yeah. and i think for me like probably the biggest thing was like meeting guys like vice and like yeah. the diplo like and fortune like 
like almost friendships with them where like you know i could text vice and i could text diplo if i need to mm-hmm. i i don't I, I choose not to just because those yeah, guys have got a ton of shit happening right. but every so often i'll get you know like i'll get an email like hey man i'm doing this event you got you got some new shit I'm like all right cool you know i'll slide them some new shit you know what i mean so, yeah and they're they're really yeah. open to playing like I remember when I first started making edits, I was like, I would send them out. I'd be like, bro, I mean, like, all my homies are going to play them. But like, because I would send them out. I would get these emails. I'm like, yeah, let me send. And then I remember like one time Diplo wrote back and I was like, what? He's like, thanks, playing this tonight. Right. And I was like, yeah. damn. And then they put all those sets. I, I forgot what um, the website is. Southern one. Yeah. yeah. That. And then it, like I had like three Zay edits in there. I'm like, I'm like, damn, people are really playing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to keep making more. Yeah, it's funny when you search like your name. On Come like Google, yeah. and well, the type of shit that comes up. I mean, I've I've found stuff in Russia. I found stuff in China. I like found yeah, like, the the Russian shit. I found like somebody made a mix, and I have like one of my edits, and it was like on some it was Russian. A bot. It was a bot. Yeah, <laughs> it was like some Russian shit, and I was like, oh, cool, all right. Like it was funny because we were looking at at uh, A Train's playlist. Yeah. I don't make mine public, you know, but a lot of people do and a lot of people have it they don't realize that Serato you can will search it yeah yeah and you could search and you could find like a lot of stuff I've I found a lot that. of people because I found I found one of the last times that I I was like googling my shit I found one of I mean A Train playing one of my my songs on his like playlist or whatever like mm-hmm. so like you said it you know I googled Killer Gas and like I was like oh what the fuck Serato whatever and I'm like oh shit it's A Train like it was like he uploaded some set from Right. wherever and whatnot so right so yeah you could do those searches and it'll come up and i've gone as far as where i'll you know oh it's a girl from colombia and yeah. i'll just i'll follow her hey thanks for playing so, my shit damn. and then i'm like what's your email i'll send it to you directly now so that's <laughs> sort of how it's funny funny it's just the social media has made it like a one-two process yeah. for you to connect yeah. either they're gonna be cool about it or they're not gonna be cool about it every once in a while you'll get an asshole but most of the time like oh yo man like i get your stuff on dms yo like thank you bro i really appreciate it you know and you just send them some stuff that's not on dms or whatever and they're cool but yeah you know it's like have, it's basically like having people on your side like like back in the day when we didn't have social media, we would have to rely on like the remember we had like an email list and like a yeah. mailing like actual mailing list or, or AIM. News, uh, newsletter AIM, AIM. You know what yeah. I mean? Like just having a like a source, you know, where you know like yeah, contacts. I, I remember one time um, I was talking to the DJ uh, and we were talking on AIM and shit, and he was like, "Yo," he's like, "Hold on," he's like, and then he did some shit where like he shared his screen. And I've never seen that shit. I mean, he used to DJ here. Um, he didn't get into him now. But he, like, shared a screen, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, do you have this song? Do you have this song? And I was like, he was, like, scanning his Serato, like, while I was looking at it. And, and I was like, back then, I mean, this is, like, 12 years ago. I was yeah. like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I, I had no idea you could, like, do that shit. But that was, like, the beginning of, of kind of, like, trading music and whatever. And I think that's when I kind of started making edits. I was like, right. you know. And I still remember, I, th- I think, I've, I don't know if I told this story before here, but um, the first edit that I ever made, this was like, because I remember, this was like when Crooklyn was it, the yeah. first edit that I made, it was like, because I didn't want to pay three bucks a song, whatever, and it's like when, when the, yeah, when no, or like when the wild open format shit was out, when like the wild, like mad, like, it was kind of like, Shake Sonora? <laughs> yeah, well, well, like, like, I'm talking about like, if you could play like the weirdest random is weirdest shit like it was like when night ranger yeah <laughs> or like like this is this is like this is what i always go back to like this is like indie house ish but like you had like those indie guys that would play uh rap music and it was like super weird 
or like like the super like weird guys that would play rock and or like so I made Justice We Are Your Friends mm-hmm. transition into the Friends theme song. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> and it was like first of all it was like the old school like breakdown transitions but it's like it's like a 30 second like build up or wind Ooh. down or whatever. It was like we are your friends. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> I, I still have played, it. Have you ever played that? I've never played it live, but I still have it one day. I mean, I'm like shit, I might put it on the next mix. Damn. <laughs> we, should do a, we should do a mix of all our all theme songs, our left field edits that are like we never play. Ah, damn. I mean, I'm trying to think of. I mean, I've I make most edits. To, I mean, the ones that I don't play anymore, like the EDM ones. But yeah, that's crazy. But even uh, talking about edits and all that stuff, I was gonna ask you, how do you download music now? Like I I get a lot of stuff sent to me. Most yeah. most of the stuff I get is sent to me directly, either from a label, label rap, because you because I mean. I mean, you have you part of DMS, so you have to right. be constantly listening to new new music. So how do you like? It's the it's a combination. I, it's stuff that I get from the labels or the reps that I know. Um, I know a lot of DJs and producers, so I get stuff from them. Um, with DMS, a lot of times they'll give me the music as well. You know what I mean? So, but it's easy. You do you have I mean? any? Um, do you have any blogs or any sites or any anywhere that you like? track that you go to that you're like oh you know what let me go on because we talked about this i think we talked about it with conflict too um when we used to get on white folks get crunk and like wow the blogs remember that yeah, like yeah. all the blogs and shit is, is there any site that not anymore man i mean years ago that's that was the wave years right. ago. i don't know if you guys remember i used to be part of bezo way back in yeah. the day oh, and wow. we used and, to post wow. we used to post bootleg i believe uh, Henry still puts I think up. Like, he still does. He does uh, bootleg packs or whatever. I think he like, does. I think he tried I to do. Forgot about that. Yeah, he he tried to do like a paid thing. Yeah. He's still, uh, it's still, is still active. Paid? Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I've seen him somewhere else. Yeah. No, I think every every so often he'll send some packs or whatever. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. Early on, we were posting like you know whenever we would get bootlegs or MP3s, we would post them on the blog. I remember that was like something early. Bezo um, Bezo was was actually really dope and um. I connected with a bunch of DJs when when it was like when you would pay to put up your mix. Yeah, yeah, that I, was what it was originally. Yeah, yeah. it was super dope because I remember I was doing these like shitty mixes and I was like uploading them and like mad DJs would be like, "Yeah, yo, like this is dope." I think you know what? Actually, that friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I found you. Might have been. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's how we connected at yeah. first, and it was like we even had DJ battles too. Like yeah, back then. Damn. yeah I remember. Yeah. yeah. I remember. But, uh, yeah, years ago it was a lot of blogs, like White Folks Get Crunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, a big one was Holotronics, which was one that it was low budget and Diplo, like way yeah. back. They had everything. They used to have stems and stuff on there as well. Oh, um, the Sor- original Serato forums were real big with yeah. a lot of people. You couldn't trade stuff on the actual message board, but DJs would create these threads, and there would be like hundreds of people, and people would just be posting edits and bootlegs and albums. And, I like, remember when the Serato yeah. forums first came up, like... Serato just came out, so you just want to geek out with like everyone that right. has Serato. And AM used to post on it. I remember yeah. that. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't really go to any like because a lot of the blogs. It's I feel, and I learned this the hard way when I was trying to put out original music a few years ago. Um, a lot of the blogs expect you to pay them to post 
content now. oh no way so yeah so a lot of them you know i'm like okay well i guess i'm not gonna really mess with you guys i don't the only one site that i, I look at on occasion will be like smash the club yeah oh, but, but shout out, <laughs> big shout out to the homie john he's always yeah. listening yeah, he's always, always posting been. Right. Fucking supporting DJs yeah. and producers. Yeah, like, no, definitely. Big but, homie, yeah. But that's sort of like, for me, that's sort of a movement that sort of died out because like a lot of it's through SoundCloud and YouTube now. Yeah. So like a lot of, you don't even need the website. You just need like, if you could post it on SoundCloud or YouTube, you really don't need a blog for are that you, anymore. Are you still on SoundCloud? Do you check SoundCloud at all? Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, because like a lot of our homies are on there and there's always some random stuff that, yeah. the thing that I was having a conversation with Miles Medina a while back, it, you could start with one or two songs and you end up in a rabbit hole. Yeah, there. exactly. And the same thing on YouTube. I'm, I'm heavy on YouTube. That's probably where I find yeah. a lot of music. I, I feel I, like YouTube is even more yeah, um, of a tool now. I have a YouTube premium. I'm literally on it 24. I don't watch TV. I literally watch... My any TV I watch is on YouTube. So if I watch the news like NBC or CNN, I watch it on YouTube. These or guys, Zira, like. these guys uh, from the Love Below, mm. that's like their number one source is okay. SoundCloud. Like, oh yeah. Um, and I mean, I don't, I don't get on 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 SoundCloud as much as I used to. Yeah. I mean, I know everybody's gone through like multiple accounts or whatever, but like they follow. I follow like a few of them, and like they like repost a lot of dope shit, and I'm always looking around their shit and yeah. like. Those guys are very connected. Uh, they're connected with like the selection. Uh, what's this guy named? J J K J Cole. Joke, yeah. Joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually gonna be here soon. But like those guys have like their own threads and they're all like connected with mm-hmm. everybody. And, and I hear I hear that Reddit's really good for finding music as well. Oh, yeah? I haven't delved into it too too deeply. Yeah, that must be like the super fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like deep, yeah. deep, deep man. Um, lately Spotify's been coming in like handy because there's I mean, so much music that's making it on Spotify. Uh-huh. Like. Um, you just have to look for We're the on playlist. Spotify. Yes, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm heavy on Spotify to like yeah. just to see what's trending, like yeah. like the charts and shit, because that's what yeah. the people are listening to. Right. So I go on there like every time I so go it, before pools. So it's a mixture of of things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I and personally, for my own personal use, I download from every pool, like every major pool. So yeah. even though I'm hired on one, I still go to every other pool and, right. and pull what's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I think nowadays you you have to. And that's why we we ask Kyle like the same thing like where do you get your music or like what are you looking at because um you I mean every pool offers something different and every pool has like a little bit of this a little bit of that and right. you constantly have to be you know it's kind of like going back to 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 the you know 10 12 years ago in Crooklyn like when 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 we started making edits like yo you want to be different you want to be now you have before it was that you couldn't find the music. Right. Now no, you have abundance. so much music and right. you want to sound different and you know and like I feel now I feel now it's 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 interesting because uh, um I feel like every pool like you know exactly what you're what you're looking for. If you're yeah. looking for something specific you're like Okay, I need some like Latin shit or like some Latin yeah, every, shit. So you'll go to one site, and if I read some really trappy like yeah. twelve a.m. shit, I'm going to this site. I know which you know? one you're talking about. You know, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, like, no, no, but, but, but we're employed by two separate pools. <laughs> yeah. Let's not name yeah. any. <laughs> no, but that yeah. Nah, but, I mean, shout out, shout out to all the pools, they, especially they the ones be, that don't pay us. They each have their identity. That's why, yeah. like, like some of them are weak on one thing, but heavy and strong I, on something else. Right. So. When you need that Latin, I just text live it up. Dang, hey, there it is. DJ live it up. The <laughs> ultimate Latin pool. Yeah. But I mean, it's same, same thing. I mean, like, I hit up certain people, and you know, it's funny, like, conflict will hit me up. Like, I don't do that many, like, rap, rap parties, but he'll hit me up and be like, yo, top three. I think the best I think that's what pool like. you could ever do is hitting up your homies. Yeah, yeah straight so. up. I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, there's, there's certain events I'm like, what's, like, I didn't know about Tatiana for a minute. 
Yeah. Like it's been on the on the like in the West Coast. It was like this guy loves that shit. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I played it last night. Oh, I was, it, it, it surprised me. So, like Tatiana was like big. I'm yeah. like, yo, okay. Well, like I told them, yo, like I made I made the hook only, and I I mean I played it on the on the on like the second. I think I played it on like the second podcast or the yeah. third podcast. You did it like in December, right? Or like yeah, yeah and, and then I showed you. I made the hook only in December. December seventeenth was like the day that I like the created date. Yeah, and that's the MP3 date. The day. Yeah. That's the MP3 date. So yeah. I might have been playing the AIF right before that too. So it's yeah. like, but it's funny when I would play it because I mean, like, like every DJ out there is like, you see a hundred BPM record that's like kind of working, and you're like, yes. you're like, yes, this is it. Like, like no, like you know, like. Like it's funny because on Twitter we talk about it like Sir Marcus and and Nick mm-hmm. Bike and all these we all, every time like something comes up like like the thing with Guatemala like the the race right, runner yeah, yeah it's like I mentioned it the other day I was like damn like oh Benny C too shout out to him yeah like we talk about it like this record and then when the the Post Malone Wow song came, or Wow that's what it's called yeah, yeah Wow when that came out it's like damn like I know all the DJs saw it in the pool it went to number one in all the pools because you're like yes another hundred BPM record. But it's like we're early on shit. Though, yeah, we're, yeah way, exactly. we're way too early. That's a, that's sort of a problem. So I would play bit. it. I would play the, uh, Tatiana, and then like I'd be like, "All right, it's not working." And then I played it. I told you it started hitting. To me, I started seeing a reaction from it last week. Or like, yeah, but because it started charting yeah, over here last yeah. week or so. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. funny, man. It's like yeah. such a. I remember, and it was funny. I mentioned it about when we were talking about the Wow record on Twitter. How. It came out on on Christmas Eve, yeah. And we had, you know, all the polls jumped on it. Yeah, like you sent me, you 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 sent it to me like right away. Yeah, and then, but when we played it, it was sort of like people were like, okay, this is cool, but they didn't know what it was. Yeah. Two three weeks later, when radios played it, all of a sudden it's like, hey, do you have that new Post Malone song? I'm like, you mm-hmm. mean the one I've been playing for like the last mm-hmm. three weeks that you've been like, giving me the thumbs down yeah. on? Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm you like, know, cool. What? All right, I'll play Sunflower. Yeah, <laughs> Sunflower. <laughs> Yo, that Panic City remix is fire. Yeah. Panic's on him. I've been playing that one. Yeah, shout yeah, out to him. He's yeah. Me and him, we did radio back in the day. It was oh, yeah? pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. He got me pretty <laughs> fucked up with that, uh, that <laughs> Jazzy Jeff thing. Right oh yeah. There? Oh, yeah. The Philly. Yeah. No, no, no. In oh. in the Bay. Oh, that's right. We did the, yeah. the Sunday party. Oh my god. Yeah, it was him and uh, uh and, and Tony Tone. We ended up in like some random hotel room. Oh, yeah. Pause. I mean, not, there was more people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. <laughs> For the record, the event was at a place called it, Phoenix Hotel. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a, like a boutique hotel. Sure, bro. Sure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the event, it was, it was actually, yo, it was like, it was one of the dopest events I think I've been to yeah. in a while, and it was, it was Is like that the a, one that the party was like in the middle. In the middle, the yeah. It, yeah. And then like, dope. it was like a. You know, it's in the, like the courtyard, and all the rooms are around, like two stories. And there's a lot of like day parties that are popping off. Yeah, in the yeah, bay, right. The bay, that's yeah. like the big thing now. Yeah, the one on that, Sundays at least. What, yeah. what, Sundays, that's the one. Sundays that Anthony is, Anthony presents. Yeah. That's like the biggest one. And then that event, they put it down every couple of months when yeah. they bring somebody out. But that event was dope. You had was cut, you had Cutso opening, and yeah. then you had uh, Miles Medina, Jay Espinosa, and Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. And then imagine. Everybody that shows up to that event, basically, it was like a like a DJ convention, yeah, which nice. is always great because you run into everybody. You're like, we're hanging out, and like Steve Wonder's there, and yeah, yeah. Dynamics, Short, Shortcut, Dynamics was there, Dynamics came out, like Sev One was there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Everybody. Oh, Mick, Mick was there too. Yeah, man, Mick Boogie. Yeah, dude. Like, just you're just chilling. You're looking around, like, yeah. oh shit. It was funny. <laughs> I didn't see Mick in a while, and like Mick is one of those like one of those dudes that I met probably like eight years ago, and I seen him in person like three times but uh he'll chop it up yeah he'll he, no but but he, he'll email me like yo like when i send out a blast he's like he'll email me back and be like yo thanks for the edits 
And then, like, he's like, yo, I'm playing at Lib. He hit me up. Zaya told me, like, he's hit him up before. But, like, you know, like, he's a big dude in in the DJ circuit, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this is a good transition into what we're going to get to next. Like, mm-hmm. um, what do you think about, like, the... Because, like, Mick, does a, Mick and, like, Spider, they do a lot of, like, they're on that corporate level. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your take on, like, the corporate level, then, like, the private slash wedding slash whatever like you know more corporate but more on like the non company company level yeah the non-dj the non-club stuff the non like yeah like or i mean uh, like a wedding circuit and then and then the club like what's your take like on all three or whatever i think i feel like even the bay is kind of doing going through a similar transition in miami like the major clubs are like they're closing down closing yeah. down and yeah. what's popping now is the the, the lounges and the lounges bars, bars yeah. that everyone just goes and chills right. and hangs back right um well let's see we'll, we'll tackle that club situation first but just because we've had so many big clubs close in the bay area i mean the just the market out there all these you know all these tech people are moving in all these real right. estate people and you know the rent's just going up everywhere and they're not renewing leases and when they want to renew leases the it's just too much money you know what i mean it's easier for the places to just close you know what i'm saying which is it's a sad thing but like i think any dj that has been doing it for a long time saw that this was coming so like for me for many years i try to get into the big clubs and you know i i guess i i can honestly say that i felt getting into the big clubs right but I knew I, you know, I, I, I've always believed that every, there's a lane for everybody out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Fact. and I kind of saw it a few years ago. It was like around 20, 2015, I started noticing, like, okay, like people are kind of getting tired of the big spots because it's just the same shit everywhere. Yeah, you know. And then for me, like that's where when you and I always talk, it's like, uh, um, how there's spots that people just want to go and vibe out. You know, they don't want to like just hear rap all night. They don't want to pop bottles. They just want to pop a beer and talk to some girls and have fun. Yeah. So. I sort of just started going to like the lounges in San Jose, the lounges in the city, you know what I'm saying? And it's kind of crazy because now those are like the popping spots, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like Bruno's for a great example, and level in San Jose, like yeah. those are like the most popping like spots right Bruno's now. Bruno's is like, a fucking blast, man. Yeah, Bruno, shout out to Chris, man. Like, yeah, he's, Chris he's, is really good people, man. Yeah. He took care of me really good, pause, and like. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, he looks out for everybody. Yeah, nah. he, everybody, I everybody tell, and their mom. I always everybody. tell people, I always tell people like the best venues that I've ever worked at are the ones that are ran by DJs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because you know they they're a DJ they and understand, like, right. they understand everything and whatnot. But like, you know, hospitality after rip, like you know, making sure everything was good and and you know, I had a good time and he just took care of everything and, and definitely and the vibe, you know. Right. But um, but not nah, I'm I'm gonna because somebody had hit me up about it, um asking about that about like the different lanes and whatnot and i told them that like yo like i mean and i think i've mentioned it on twitter too like a lot of djs are very like preoccupied on like what everybody else is doing right and and it's like if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do don't think oh because audio one is doing this i'm going to do this or don't think that there's only one lane you know there's multiple lanes definitely like i want to say for like like for me for many years i was just focused on bars and clubs yeah and now i've gotten to the point where like i get bored just playing just clubs so now i've gotten to the point where i 
do corporates. I do private events. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll do a wedding. And I'll do a wedding mainly by like special request. Right. Just because I don't like dealing with like. Right. Yeah. Bridezilla's. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, like I did a wedding two weekends ago and it was the best thing because they, they came out and saw me. I'm like, just come out to my night. Come see me. We'll talk. And it was through another homie that was a DJ as well. The, the best weddings yeah. are when your DJ homies yeah. hire yeah. you. Right. That's exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm like, come out. Let's, you know, I got them. We got some drinks. And then they saw me play like 30 minutes. So like, all right, you're, you're the guy. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out. So for me, it's, it's great because like I also do casino. I do one weekend a month at a casino as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I have a good balance. I have the clubs, I have the lounges and bars, yeah. I have the corporates, the privates. I'm doing a Microsoft event in March. Nice. You know, so like yeah, it's I good. Think, it's uh, it's a good balance. It, yeah. It's but you have to be ready for it. The problem now is that everybody is so thirsty for gigs that they're willing to accept anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's sort of like you should know what you can and can't do. And I'll give a prime example. I'll use myself as an example. Now, I'm Salvadorian and Mexican, so I know a lot about Latin music, but I don't know everything about Latin music. You know, I'll hit this guy up for some stuff. Like, I learned about Bad Bunny through this guy's hey, stuff. You know what I mean? Shout out to Garcia. Like, I, I, learned, I learned about El Alfa through this guy's stuff. You right. know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't for this guy send, like, sending me random, like, you know, Neo Casper and all this other stuff, I would not be aware of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm like, okay. But I'll have people that be like, yo, man, I want you to play this event, but it's all banda music. I only know the big hits in banda music. So for me, what I would do is like, you know what? I might not be the best person, but I know somebody who specializes in banda music. Yeah. So that's my, for me, it would be like, don't take the gig just because it's available and the money's big. Like, yeah. are you really ready for it? You know I've seen I mean? that shit. I've seen that shit. I've seen dudes uh, they get hit up for like a reggae party and they're out there playing Lumi D and I'm like, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Or, I, it's it's a, a yeah. lot of that happens. It's a, like... Every once in a while, and I hate it because I have to do it on Facebook a lot. Is uh, you know, I'll ask for recommendations. Like this past weekend, um, I, I deleted the thread just because people just love to fucking troll on right, on Facebook. Yeah. So there's a new venue that's coming out in San Francisco, and it's going to be a country venue. So we're looking for country DJs, and the thing was, we're looking for local candidates in the area that mm-hmm. can handle country. And I'm like, and I even wrote specifically, this is not a top forty club gig. Yeah. If you could, you know, and if you can handle classic country music and new you know, and new and the new and the new yeah. stuff, if you can do a whole night of it, hit us up. And we had a couple people hit us up, but then it was one of those things where all these people were recommending people from other states and from other countries, and I'm like, look. This is for San Francisco. And then yeah. there was all these DJs like, well, I live in Boston, but if you're willing to fly me out, I can right. do I'm like, and the, guy, and, and the guy has like no following. Like, there was some. I, I mean, I mean, not saying like a following matters, but like no presence, period. I mean, like no brand presence. Right. I think, I think that's a better way right. to put it. Um, yeah, no, it was just, it was weird. Like, people don't understand. Like, they don't read what it said. It said local candidate. So yeah. we're looking for a local candidate. You know what I mean? It's like, but then it's just all these people are like, how many hours the country do I need? I'm like, you're definitely not yeah. the person yeah. we're looking you're for. Asking. That's what you're asking. You know what I mean? So like like I said, like for with me, like if I'm doing a party where like a wedding, like that wedding that I just did, they're they're like, okay, we want top forty, we want some like indie rock, we want some like, you know, they're like, Well, our parents are all cholos, so they're like some low rider oldies, you know, some, some more Santana. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then some Latin, you know, they just want to mix it up. I can do it. But if they want a whole night of salsa, I got like ten guys that I could do. Yeah pass it to you know what i'm saying like it's it it doesn't hurt to do that you know what i'm saying i think people just have way too much pride they just want to just get all the money they can yeah. Yeah. but they're fucking up the rep in the process because yeah. 
if you suck, people are gonna talk yeah, about it. At the it, end of the day, I mean? like if you're not comfortable doing the gig and it goes bad, then you you're not gonna get it, a return. It's, it's one thing to bomb in the club; you can recover from that. But when you're doing private events, yeah, there's it's, like it's, there's it's, places it's, like Wedding Wire and where people actually write reviews about your shit. Yeah, and that shit does not look good. You know, it's like a resume, a bad resume that follows you everywhere. Yeah, those private you know? parties. I'm out like. I've, I've I've told people I don't do weddings. I don't do like I mean it's just a lot of them. It's a it's a big hassle because it's a lot of prep. And I've 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 had some some bad situations. You know, like I'm always like I always tell people, look, like I've had people come up to me and be like, yo, do you do weddings? No, but why? And I'm like, I don't like to deal with bridezillas. And the, this happened like one of the last times it was this girl, and she's like, well, it's my wedding, and I was like, exactly. And she was like, kind of stunned, and, she, and and I'm like, look, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to disappoint you, and I don't want to deal with 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 the aunts and this and this and this and that. She's like, no, but it's pretty much what you're doing now, blah blah. blah. I'm like, yo, and I told her, I'm like, I've been told that, and then I've had very bad outcomes of people being like, oh well, this wasn't good, or this is. I'm like, yo, you told me to come and do me. I'm like, you wanted some difference, so you didn't bug your generic wedding guy. But then you right, like weddings. Like I feel, the only weddings I've ever done is like either a friend or someone close to a friend. Like, right. yeah, because because they know you, and if if it's someone like a bridezilla, it's yeah. like they're gonna treat you like shit. Yeah, I've, I, I mean, I've done full weddings, and and some of them have been dope. Some of them have fucking really sucked. Some of them I've gotten like really wasted. But it's just such a like it's such a commitment, you know. Like like yeah. you're an employee, you know. You're obviously like, and it's like one of the biggest moments of their life. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to fuck was, it up. That was always my fear. I didn't want to fuck up somebody's special day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like the bottom line is is just do do what you know. You know what I mean? Like there's plenty of opportunities out there. Like I said, like I see it all the time. People are like willing to go anywhere and play anything. But do you really know what you're playing? You know no. what I mean? People just want to do them. And it's like, are you really looking at the crowd and seeing what you should play? Like, you know, do you take into consideration that people are popping bottles, if, if the bar is full or not? You know, yeah. that that was one thing I didn't know for many years that, like, the bar mattered. You the know science I mean? of it. Yeah. You know, it took, me, breaks, it, it took me time to learn all that. You know what I mean? And to me, it's like, okay, I would rather make sure that, that the venue is happy that the bar made money versus you know and it's even the opposite you know. like for djs that don't take gigs because they're like nah i'm like i'm not trying to do this bar like they want a right. the more glamorous club gig and it's that's like, that's yeah. another thing we, too we've know? mentioned it here yeah. on, on the podcast before that like i mean and, and conflict went off on on one of his last podcasts about it where he's like the small venues this like preaching to everybody like yo like don't like whatever you see up there is it's you know it not, what is it not all that glitters is gold or whatever right but like what we we like people come to Miami and they're like oh you don't play at blah 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 and I'm like nope and then they go out to those venues one day and then they're like oh that show was boring and then they come out to like wood or they come out everywhere else they're like man we had so much fun the music was cool we didn't spend fucking three hundred bucks like all this other shit and it's sounds, sounds very familiar when people come to the bay <laughs> yeah. they're like they want to go to specific places i'm like just come check out one of my nights you know because yeah. it's they, for, i feel like for me i've always been the alternate to the club but it's always fun you know what i mean like for me like my style is house party like my mentality is a house party right you know what i'm saying like like if i had the opportunity to throw a party i just i would put a fucking keg in the middle of the dance floor like that's the way that i like to that's what like wood tavern yeah. is great to me because that's like the closest i've seen to like like what my vision of a party should be you know yeah. what i mean i mean like, and, and and some i've i've learned the science 
actually i learned pretty pretty early on the whole science of like working the bar because when i was in texas it was these clubs quote-unquote clubs were like pretty much small bars and they're like yo yeah like so you have to and i at what i do it all the time like when people come up to me and like when i see people not like what i play i'm like perfect your cup is empty. You have nothing in your hand. You don't like what I play. Go to, to the, the bar. bar. Yeah, <laughs> that's simple, you know. And then some people just want to bang it out and get people tired and make them go home at fucking one thirty. And yeah. cool, you can't do that at a bar because they're gonna go somewhere else, you know. Right. How do you guys feel about requests? Um, <laughs> I, I love I love watching people Bring request songs. Zaya <laughs> told me <laughs> <laughs> he is no love. I mean, sometimes I'm like a fucking dick. It just depends. I'm like case by case. Like I, I yeah. before the before the person even requests a song, I'm already I already analyzed the entire situation. Exactly. I see them coming up. I see their body language, and I'm already made my decision yeah. before they yeah. even blurted anything out. Same, yeah. same thing. But Zaya Zaya is referring to. I don't have I, have I said the story in the podcast before. Which one? The one that when I got on the mic. Oh, I, I would, would, yeah. With the guy, <laughs> it was a girl, yeah. So well, I mean, I, he's done that like multiple times. Well, multiple Calls times, them out. yeah. It's amazing. I'll <laughs> get on the mic. I'll get on the mic, and it just depends on like the situation. And um, <laughs> I mean, when I'm even when I'm sober, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I think we take our liberty to be assholes in that situation. Yeah, but this like, is this is this is. I mean, I just if golden rule: if you're gonna be an asshole or you yeah. know, rude, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. Just like, I, don't, I don't tolerate. But that. it's the yeah, same yeah. thing. It's just like just like what Zaya just said right now. Like you know you can tell by their demeanor and their ways like you know and and the way people come up and 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 so i'm i'm gonna automatically give you like like a like i'm gonna look like a fucking dick like a cold face and i'll just be like what's up they come up and they're like hey what's up can you uh and then you know the backhand compliment you're doing great this is so good i love this song (laughs) but 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 yeah when you hear the but and like whenever whenever they're like giving me the compliment i'm like i'm like what's up what do you want and then they're like but and they keep like giving you i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm like like, like, get to it what's up and no but is there any possible uh uh what what's up uh can you play tebode I'm like, that what that? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's too early for that. And then I just put the monitor up. Like the monitor is my best friend for request. <laughs> I love that move. Yeah. Like, oh like what? God. I can't hear you. But and like, then the monitor goes. But obviously, up. I want them to. I want to show them that like I can't hear them yeah. because I'm putting the volume yeah. up because I don't want to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> so so at Wood one time. Wow. At Wood one time when the booth, you saw the little like the the corner little house thing. Yeah. The booth used to be up there, and when the booth was up there. Because you, you can't go up the bleachers. Right. Technically, like, if you're sitting on the bleachers, you can obviously walk up and then sit down. Mm-hmm. So every time somebody would come up, I called it, like, global guts. You remember, like, in guts <laughs> when you had to climb the mountain and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you're five steps up, but to people, it seemed like such a, like an adventure to climb up. And automatically, security is, like, blinding you, flashing the lights. No, nope, no, nope, yeah. So this girl had come up, and I told her, look, no request. People come up, I'd just be like, look, no request, no request, no request, no request. And then she comes up to me like the third time and she's like, look, it's my birthday, blah, 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 blah. And I get on the mic and I'm like, look, I already said there's no request. And she keeps going. And then I'm like off the mic. I'm like, look, a hundred bucks. I'm like, I get off the mic and I'm like, look, a hundred bucks a request. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, a hundred bucks. And I get on the mic and I'm like, no request. I already said this. 
let me do my job. I don't go to your job and tell you what to do. I don't go to Forever 21 and tell you how to fold shirts. And, oh when, and, and when I said that, the crowd erupted. <laughs> Loudest fucking cheer ever. Security is like, <sighs> it's like literally like, like, I felt like I was like an American Pie or like one of those like cheesy, <laughs> wow. like high school movies where everybody's like, yeah. <sighs> it was like the biggest cheer. Uh, and then like what when I said a hundred bucks, like some dude that was behind her like threw a wad of money at me and it was like six dollars. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I'm like, and she's already like, I had already yelled at her and I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, f- like showing her the money. Like, I don't want this shit. So they stormed off. They go to the manager. They're like saying all this shit that I was being super rude, blah, blah, blah. The manager like tries to offer them drinks. And then they were like, yo, we're going to go on Yelp. And write a review. Yeah. Oh, now I remember this. Yeah. So, after at the end of the night, I mean, I had been drinking. Um, I've yeah. I've been a lot worse. But at the end of the night, I go up to the manager and I'm like, "Look, man, I'm sorry. I know I was like out of hand, blah blah blah. Like it was, you know. But they were being annoying. I told him to get down. I told him to stop bugging me. I told him. I told him. I told him. And he's like, "No, man. She was like really pissed. Blah 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 blah. The next day, I go back to Wood. Uh, no, the next day, the, the DJ, the main DJ hits me up and he's like, yo, man, he's like, they said, like, what happened, blah, 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 explained it. So the next day I do go to Wood and I'm like, I go talk to the GM and I'm like, look, man, I really apologize, blah, 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 blah. And two days later, boom, I fucking go on Yelp and there's a review, one star, like, long ass, obviously, like the whatever the person said is shifted it's not like they were saying that they were offering me a hundred bucks that i deserve to be fired and this and that and that like they had a group of people that was spending x amount of money and all this shit whatever you know like i ended up clearing it but i was really out of hand i mean i i took it to the next level it's like super dig move but you have to do that sometimes, though, so people could understand. Exactly. I've, I've done that before plenty of times. Exactly. I've actually been fired for doing something like that before, but I mean, I almost got Yolo, fired, but know. thank God, knock on wood. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. <laughs> you know, it's funny though with Yelp. It's like they could just pay to not have that on there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. But this this was a few years ago, and um, but uh, I mean, the owner is, is super interactive on Yelp, and like you know, he, he's it's one of those places where he likes to. It's not like the big clubs, you know, like the big clubs, they don't give a shit. They're like, yeah, but um, I love places that will reply back. It'll yeah, be exactly. Like, like management says this. I'm like, no, actually, you insulted our DJ. Like, yeah. I, had, yeah. I had a venue I used to play at where they were like, people would come and argue and try to pick fights with me. And, they'd and then you. and they'd go on Yelp. And then the management would be like, no, you actually did this. Um, you know, come by and we'll show you the footage. And then anyone who wants to see the footage, we because they had cameras next to the DJ booth. So with any confrontation that ever happened, like we would be like, "Hey, you want to be embarrassed? We'll post it on YouTube." Damn. You know, like yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean the same thing. Same things happen with with wood, but for um for other other like bartender related things. Like okay. I've had like they've had people say, "Oh." Um, you know the bartender, this and this and this and that, and then the the owner will reply. Well, what actually happened is that the bartender gave you this and this and this and this, and then you asked for this and like a breakdown of how the person was wrong. Um, this is like super side note. One time the owner put a screenshot of of a Yelp review, and it was this girl. Um, I think it was like two stars, and she wrote, "You know, I love to go to Wood for Ladies Night." and uh drink for free but because you know like last night a lot yep. of for the listeners a lot of the ladies nights in miami are girls drink free 
not half off, whatever. Girls drink free. Which is an amazing Yeah, idea. like two, yeah. three hours a bar is like, you know, you can get a fucking pink cup or whatever the fuck and you drink for free. So this girl writes a review and she's like, oh, I love, you know, to go to wood for, the, for this. Uh, but last time that I went, when I got my second drink, I can't believe how rude the bartender was when they suggested I tipped. I was... um. I was, you know, I'm a, a broke college student and I'm out here, you know, getting away from my school responsibilities. How am I supposed to, you know, uh, give somebody a like and, and the, the, the caption on, on the screenshot was I have no words for this. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? This person has no money, but they come out and drink and then for free. And then they want to complain about having to tip the bartender like right. wild as shit why why drink if you're not gonna tip exactly you know? or like wild wild be out if you're broke period yeah. but yeah i mean get, getting back to our quest i know <laughs> no but i'm saying like if you're like if i notice you're like just a decent person and you're like literally like have a question or a request and you're not being a dick like you know what i'll hear it. like i love when people wait until like on some martial arts shit like they wait by the booth until they're acknowledged <laughs> and yeah. then once i say okay what's up they like come in like i always give people the attention like that are like right like right lately lately i've been getting it where people are like don't want a song but they're like kind of rude about it yeah. and then and then they'll come back like why didn't you play it so i feel like like they're tro- i feel like they're sometimes they're trolling me so i have to troll them back they're like you never played my song i'm like you never said please. Yeah. You know, it's like, nah, they're just like, play this, bro, play this, you know? There's sometimes, especially like at the war, if I remember, I, I like, I've gotten like, I'll just like legit get real with someone. I'll be like, bro, why are you, really, why are you asking me this? Like, yeah. like what's going on with you, bro? And they'll be like, what? Some people get, people yeah. get shook when you kind of yeah. like turn them in the, their place. Yeah. 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 Some girl, I was playing Latin and like, there was like a bunch of bachelorette parties and, and people going off because like, they were there to celebrate. They're like, oh, let me, let me get some Latin in. And then this girls, it was a group of white girls with a bachelorette party. So she came up and she told me something like, like, oh, uh, I get what you're doing. Like, it's good. Like, but can you play some more like, you know, English music? Like, like uh, we 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 sat here because we wanted to be next to a DJ. Like, we're not trying to be basic like these girls. And I'm like, I'm like, what's I'm like, wrong with you? I'm, I'm like, what do you mean basic? You're literally doing exactly what they're doing. They're probably saying the same thing about you. Like, yeah. what do you what? Like, what makes you better? And she was like what i just wanted to hear i'm like yeah no. i just want to hear ariana grande yeah Thank you next. i was like i was like yo let me like teach this girl a life lesson bro jesus christ <laughs> what what's the thing that you said the bird box remember you're, you're like the uh it was one of the last times we were at the wharf you were like bro it's like bird box you can't make eye contact oh with yeah people. yeah if you if you the make eye yeah, yeah no if you make eye contact that's dead. it you Boom. <laughs> they Boom. lock you you're in dead. and they're like, he acknowledged <laughs> me he acknowledged then, me yeah yeah. I've been having to put like I think in the last six months I've been more than ever in my life a DJ and I've had to been putting people in their place like um, I mean it's because we're getting older too yeah. like, it's you know. all it, and it's all like you know it has been brought up in multiple times but like the accessibility to music and people think it's just like yeah on the spot one of the last times I was at uh, American Social for Lauderdale and these two girls walk up they're like posted in front of the booth they're like pretty hot girls mm-hmm. and they walk up and they're kind of like the, like the fake dj flirt you know like when they're like oh whatever and they're like looking at me and i'm like uh i'm like what's up and then they're like can you play um i forgot what it was it was like i think it was post malone i don't know can you play whatever song and i was like i already played it and then they're like well we just got here and i was like and i was like okay and they were 
baffled. They were like in shock. Yeah, that's they, my yeah, favorite. Yeah. When like, they were like, like some oh, hot girls. It. Can you play it again? They were like, they were like, they're like, well, we just got here. I was like, okay. And I, I literally looked at them like, uh, okay. And they were just like baffled because somebody said no to them. Yeah. And their way wasn't the right way or whatever. And I was just like, that's my favorite. It was when, the like, best. It was the best. When, like, when they do that fake flirt or they like, and then they think that like it worked and you're yeah. like, you're like, yo, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. About, like, what are you talking about? Get yeah. out of here. And they're just, their ego is like shattered. Deflated and they're like, oh, oh. yeah, you got to bring people back down to earth. Man. They shattered. Think, I, I believe that people are like, and I've said this before to a couple of friends that um, sometimes we get treated like we're the help. Yeah. But we have to let people know, like, hey, it ain't like that, bro. You right. know what I mean? You could talk to whoever else like that. You're not going to talk to the person that's controlling the music and expect a, a positive answer. You right. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like i just been having it. Like, I, I, I get at people now more than ever. And I'm like, you know, someone's like, you're being a jerk. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just putting them in their place. Yeah. They, yeah. Because a lot of people, they feel like they get their way in everything in life. Not with us. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're going to be nice. Two things that I hate the most about requests. One is the person that like takes forever to tell you the request. Oh my god! They're like, you know, like you're you're in the mid, you're like trying to transition to a song or like the and, and the hook's the, about to come up. I'm like, what do you want? What song? What song do you want? Yeah. What song do you want? You and know, they get like, offended when you're hurrying them up. It's yeah, like, what? I'm letting you talk. Like, hurry up. What's the shit? What's do you know that one song? You know that uh, um the one that goes. I'm like, what's the shit that um yeah. I think it was Roche on the conflict podcast. He's like. He's like, what if I went to like a bank teller and I was like, hurry up, hurry up, give me my money now, 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 now. Oh, you can't, you can't give me my money right now? Like, right. For real, yo, yo, let me get this loan. Man, what? What? I have to wait? 15? Like, you can only give me 50%? Yeah, I think people like, just forget. Imagine doing that shit to somebody's people job. People just yeah. forget sometimes that the DJ is like the one in charge, bro. Yeah. They almost take us for granted sometimes. The, the funniest one for me is the whole, uh, hey, can you play this? We're about to leave. <laughs> and, just, and, and I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, have a good night. Like, yeah, I, and they're like, you're not gonna play it. I'm like, no. I tell them, I tell them, yo, great, <laughs> have a good night. I'm like, I'll just be like, yo, great, have a good night. But we want to hear. I'm like, you listen to it in the Uber. I mean, I, <laughs> it's it's like fascinating that they think if they say that, they're gonna be like, oh my god, you're leaving, dude. My bad, bro. I got you right now. You know I didn't know you were leaving right you know now. What? Know, Let man, me stop. Yeah. I should be like, next time I'll be like, you know what? I'm not gonna play. <laughs> In the Bay, we get a lot of people that come up. Can you play my Spotify playlist? And wow. I think that's like, I, th- I don't know if that's like, what if they're like I don't know if it's shocking or insulting. Like, so you must not, I remember the one girl I got into a conversation, I'm like, you must not really like my music. She's like, no, no, I think you're doing a great job. I'm like, well, how would you feel if someone went up to your job and told you you're doing great, but they want you to change the way that you do your job? Yeah. And she, she had to think about it for a minute. I did, like, that. I did oh, that to somebody right. at, the, at the wharf the other yeah. day. Yeah. Like, went a lot. I think everyone should get that one. Yeah, it's always a good Well, you know what's one of my favorites? Um, at a venue where there's a um there's a jukebox and you're DJing and somebody goes to the jukebox. Oh, I've I've had that before. That should I remember last time at a <laughs> at Racket. We were wow. playing me and him were like back to back and like these two girls like and we, I mean and we were playing like fucking I think you were playing like Eckies while it was going on. I was like, yo, like like what the fuck? Like we were playing hits and people were dancing, but these two girls like walked to the jukebox and I was like Damn, like that. My favorite's me. when they do when they I've it probably happened like once or twice at a bar that I worked at. And uh, um it was uh, um when they when they put the money in, the song would start oh, and then shit. the manager would we turn just off turn the it machine. Off, like mute it. <laughs> That's fucked up. Like, man. I'm sorry, we don't play country. Like, see, like this is like my buddy. 
AJ. That's a, but at least this girl was nice. She was like, "Hey, I have this song on my Spotify. Can you oh, play wow. it?" She was actually cool about it. But he has one where like the girl like straight shoved the phone in his face. Nah, there, the there's some people that have done that to me, but but they're like genuinely were like, "Yo," but like, no, don't worry, you want to play it, but like check it out whenever you have time. Like they're literally like wanted me to know about it, yeah. like, not even being pushy. I'll just give him my number and I'm like, "Yo, yeah. text me your playlist." And sometimes I do listen to it. She like this one. Look, that girl like straight. Yeah, nah, you're invading my <laughs> yeah, personal space. Yeah. That's like a newer venue that we're playing at, but yeah, these girls they I, come up with their spot. Like, I think I think Koo mentioned it or he tweeted it or whatever um, about people with their phones, and he's like, sometimes I actually rather have somebody show me their phone. The phone versus Quaker. yelling in your ear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to me, it's like fifty fifty. Like, obviously, if you're invading my my arms, yeah, reach, it all goes back to the how how they how do they it, portray it. You know, yeah, yeah. this is what it is. You know, I mean, yeah. case by case, definitely. So, um, anything else that you think about, like Miami or like, like it's beautiful, different, out like, here, man. <laughs> like, like, what do you think of the difference between like the Bay and Miami, and like what, what do you take, what do you like from the time that you've been here, and then from last night, like, what's like your intake compared to the Bay and like music? I mean, we already talked about like the Latin or maybe like the hip hop or like the reaction to certain stuff because like to me, there's a lot of West Coast stuff like stuff like i mean we do play some yg and like very little like tie dollar signs but like that over there is like prime you know right yeah I, that was that was like i think that was sort of a, one of those challenges for like west coast people is that we're or i guess anywhere like if you're an east coast guy and you go to the west coast you have to kind of limit yourself from playing like right. too much new york shit but sometimes you want to just to feel yourself a little bit yeah. you know what i mean like you saw last night i, I played like we were i was playing uh, um uh, uh, Sonora Dinamita remix, yeah. and then I dropped the blow the whistle acapella over it. Yeah. Like in the bay, that goes off, but it seemed to work last yeah, night. It worked, you it know. Worked. So, um, I, you know, for me, it was like, let me drop a couple of bays just to let them know what what it yeah, is. But, I feel, but I, I feel like, I, yes, I basically I have to take the whole bay like folder out when I'm. I mean, out you here, could you know? you, like, like blow the. I I told you that blow the blow the whistle works. Um, I mean, basic two short stuff works. Right. Yeah. I feel like so, like when I go out of town to play, I always, at least for myself, like like you said, so like, kind of letting him know, but like almost like Easter egg it, like yeah, I'll do like little things just to be like, or I'll bring back some shit that says Miami, you know, just yeah. to like let them know, and just so I'm like, damn, like right, city talk, girls when they say Miami, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. Yeah. just to kind of put my little stamp on it real quick, but probably like two people notice, but right, me, yeah. like, I I heard yeah. it, yeah, yeah, it's always, I mean, the bay, the bay has like a certain sound too, and it's like you can oh, always. Yeah. You can, and it dominates like the west, like all the west and the yeah, southwest. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you travel out, it's more like for me. Luckily, I I love so much music that I feel like I could look at a crowd and I could adapt easy. Whereas there would be other DJs that would struggle because in the Bay, you literally could do two three hours of just Bay shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Whereas here, it's like okay, I actually have to put my thinking cap on and like you know. But for me, like you notice, know, like the way that I play is like I have cer- certain stuff that I play all the time, but um. I just like testing different things out. Like, yeah. I didn't know that Kika Mumbatone was going to work last night. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, let me play it. See if it works. Oh, it works? Okay, cool. I'm going to go to the next one. You know yeah, what I mean? Sounds, like, that sounds wild, man. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's trial and error, you know? Like, and that's like a thing that a lot of DJs are scared. It's, uh, it's one thing to be really good at programming and knowing your hits, but everyone's really predictable now. So, yeah. it's better. I feel like it's better if you take some risks. If you don't take risks, you're, you're, gonna you're never going to learn or... You know, like like I always hear this. I always hear this quote, and I don't know who said it, but it's basically they don't remember you for playing the radio hits. 
you know, they only remember you for playing something that was way yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like DJs are like comedians. Like you got to try out your material, or you're not, mm-hmm. or you're never gonna develop it or make right. it right. You know, where it's easy to just play the the, the radio hits. Yeah. Like we could all do that, but we would all sound the same. Right. Or say I mean? those, just, or depend on those jokes that you know are gonna kill. But they're like five years old, mm-hmm. not coming out with new shit. Yeah. But yeah, man. Oh, uh, I mean, we gotta kind of head out. You guys gotta play. Yeah. And we gotta. We gotta eat. That's what we yeah. gotta do. <laughs> we gotta but, hit up. Uh, there's some amazing food out here. Definitely. We gotta hit up Flannies, man. That's, that's what we're doing. About to, about to take you to a Miami staple. Ooh. Uh, well, it's what Florida staple. I don't even know. It's, yeah, it's all think, Florida, right? Yeah. You gotta get a cup. You gotta take a cup with you. Okay. That's like yeah, the mandatory mandatory green cup. Every sing- if you can go to any single household in Miami, and you open the cupboard. There's going to be a green cup. I'm looking at his cupboard. <laughs> Damn, Zay. You have one? Yeah. Uh, there you go. Nice. Oh, you, well, you seen the pink cup that I have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, that. Man. Okay. But yeah. I have the October. That's like the October one. I have wow. One, okay. I, I'm going to actually take a, a regular green one this time. So Dope. But yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. If uh, you want to uh, plug in. Yeah, your, let them know where they can find you. Your social media? Uh, all my social media, thankfully, everything is at DJ Audio One. DJ A-U-D-I-O, the number one. Um, I have a crew, INTO Party. That's my production crew. Definitely check our stuff out on SoundCloud. Uh, We're on Spotify now. And uh, for all your edits and any uh, bootlegs and things that you need for me personally, directmusicservice.com. We can blur that part out. Yeah. (laughs) But but shout shout out to all the sites. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All love. All love. Yeah, man. Uh, make sure to every follow day. us on uh, MIA Radio yes, every yes. day. Rockwell, yeah. Audio One, DJ We Out, DJ Kaz, DJ Zaya, and oh, we got a mix from Audio One yes, too. Yes, we do. Yes, we live do. from Miami. Damn, that's right. We almost forgot. Nice, nice, nice. All right, we out. Peace. <laughs>